Hello, I'm John Cameron, and welcome to Musicology. This is, I think, our third quarterly review. I'll start off by apologising for my voice. It's a bit, uh, it's a bit raw at the moment. I just finished the uh, re- recording the next episode. I guess we can call it heavily anticipated uh, Michael Jackson one. So, hopefully, that'll be out in ideally a few weeks. Um, there's a little bit extra that'll be happening with that episode so yeah we'll see (laughs) thank you to everyone who supported the last couple of episodes this quarterly review is going to be a bit short because i don't exactly have any unused content from them but we we started off with maxwell and that was such uh, i i think that's probably the best episode i've ever done thus far and it was important for me in particular to do it right because he uh, his music just means a whole lot to me, and certainly when when Janet Jam and Lewis was doing the the rounds on the internet, uh, roughly this time last year, uh, he tweeted about it not once, not twice, but three times. So uh, I, I I have him to to thank for that. It's it's a nice feeling knowing that someone's work who you enjoy so much has also enjoyed yours. But yeah, I'm I'm. I, I do want to do more on Maxwell. I guess I, there's only really one more episode I can do at this stage. Um, well, he needs to release his Night album first. That would be nice. So then I can cover the Black Summer's Night trilogy. Um, and I've already made preparations for that in while I was compiling the material for uh, the, the episode I've done, which was, of course, 94 to 2001. Uh, I was using interviews that he had done much later on, so I was still cutting out bits and pieces that I knew would be useful for a Black Summer's Night episode, so hopefully that that will happen. Uh, While I remember, actually, I really need to thank Veronica Robertson for providing me with a lot of content for for that episode. It's uh, Maxwell, particularly for Urban Hangsuite, had a bunch of singles that had exclusive versions, either instrumentals or remixes or entire re-recordings, actually. Um, and while I have a few of them, being the fan I am, using I, I don't like to use like YouTube rips of of music. I, I tend to use the best quality that 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 I can find. Um, and I messaged a bunch of people on Discogs who who in their uh, collection said they had singles and so on but she had uh, the best collection and was really I think she was the only one to actually reply to me so uh, thank you so much to to you Veronica Um, you were crucial to the episode being made at the time it was otherwise it would have been a lot of my own money and a lot more effort you know getting them shipped from all around the world so uh, big credit to you like I said, there were, there isn't really any uh, deleted content for, for that episode. Um, at, at one point, I, I was a bit... I didn't quite know what to do for, for Embrya, because while I think it is an amazing album, which has just celebrated its 20th anniversary, uh, and, and speaking of singles, Maxwell has actually released, re-released uh, the singles from Embrya on streaming platforms, so uh, get in on that. But... In terms of actually having something to say about the album, it, I was a bit limited. Um, 
so so that was very difficult. Instead of what did I use? So Coco Cure was always going to be a, a focus, just because that's the debut single and it has that incredible fifteen-minute version. But in terms of the second song, I ended up going with Matrimony. But I, I did consider using uh, Hula Drown Deep because I do have a live a cappella of that song that I could have intercut. Um, but it. it, it I, I th- and I think I did a couple of tests for that, but I don't think it, it really worked out. Um, so that was really, I think that was the the main alternate consideration for the uh, for for that episode. At one point, it was kind of going. It was going to be a decision between do I use for lovers only and focus on the the more. Uh, love ballad kind of aspect of of Maxwell or do I focus on change which is a a more aggressive hip-hop driven kind of track but I I ended up using both of them just because it was it was worth exploring those different aspects yeah aside from that it was it was really straightforward it was just important that I got my writing right because I knew that there was enough interview stuff of Maxwell I listened to uh, 12 hours of interview just cutting bits and pieces out, which, like I said, is okay because I'll I'll use a lot of other stuff for for the next episode I do on him. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty extensive listening to all of that. So yeah, like like I said, I think it's my my best episode thus far. It's it's probably my favorite. It's it's certainly up there with the the Joni Mitchell one. And the Michael Jackson one I'm about to do. So I hope uh, even if you're not a fan of Maxwell, you'll have a listen to it and, and enjoy it. Hopefully you'll you'll love him as much as I do. <laughs> so coming after that, and yes, I, I know it was a little bit late, but after that was the Janet Jackson episode focusing on the Janet album. Um... I was a bit apprehensive about doing a Janet episode because I didn't want anything to really be taken away from the Janet Jam and Lewis documentary I did, but I, I don't think I don't think that'll happen. And certainly, there's a lot of multi tracks leaking at the moment of hers, so I, you know, that was I admit that was the main appeal of of the the program. So perhaps it's becoming slightly redundant anyway. Now that people can make their own explorations. Of, of her discography in such detail. The deciding factor was someone leaked a David Ritz interview with Janet, which was used as, as promotion back in the day. Previously, there was only, I think, an abridged version available. And, and in that, she directly speaks about a lot of songs. And also knowing that there is uh, the Jimmy Jam interview with Kelly Alexander, who, whom I, again, I have to give a special shout out for because she does an awesome job of, of representing fans when she interviews uh, not just Jimmy, but other people that Janet has worked with. So I knew that I had, and I think I did end up having content for every single song, except maybe Whoops Now and Early On Where Are You Now? which is my favorite song on that album, probably my favorite Janet Jackson song. But she recently did an interview where the interviewer kind of asked her about that song, at least that title was mentioned. And Janet says, you know, people have asked me 
you know, was that song about me? Um, so that was a really great last minute addition because as confident as I was conveying what that song means uh, through just my own narration, which usually I'm not that comfortable doing, um, it was good to have that, that little bit extra in there. And again, there was no, there was actually no considerations for anything to be cut from that episode because, again, I felt it was extensively, well, not extensively covered, but you you got the idea of it in the in the Jam and Lewis documentary, Janet Jam and Lewis documentary. I felt that if I was going to do that episode, it was worth me doing it, you know, from every detail that was applicable to the album and that included its b-sides i think that's really all i have to say um obviously there was the migration to itunes which i know a lot of people are happy about and that's hosted through fireside so if you go to jcsmusicology.fireside.fm there's a it's a it's a nice little website not not it doesn't have a lot of capabilities but it's uh it's pretty enough. And yeah, aside from that, it's really um, working on the next episode on, on Michael Jackson's history album. Uh, so I just finished recording that. That's going to be... I don't want to give away too much, but like I said, there is a there is an additional component to it. Yeah, I won't say too much. You'll find out in a couple of weeks anyway. Other than that, I, I recently saw Cher here in Australia three times so so i'm a little bit inspired to work on an episode of hers i've already started writing it um she was my first ever concert so that that's why i saw her three times just recently i also been writing a madonna episode which i know has been I, i've received many requests about we'll see how that how that goes i mean it'll definitely happen i, I it was one of the original versions i started working on probably back in February this year when I was working on the first Michael Jackson episode, the George Michael episode, and the unreleased Prince one. So it's, it's been a long time in the making, but I think I've finally grasped onto how I want to tackle it, which is usually the, the, the big delay with a lot of episodes. That's why I'm always very self-conscious about saying, hey, I'm working on this at the moment because it's like... You know, <laughs> it could be a year away. I haven't even done a Prince episode yet to, ma- to make up for the entire episode I finished back in February. So take what I have to say with a grain of salt, please. <laughs> Aside from that, I think, I'm, I think I'm done. I'm sorry I didn't really have anything overly exciting to bring to, to this quarterly review, but I'm sure there will be in the next one. Other than that, keep on listening. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you could leave a review, that would be absolutely wonderful. Continue sharing with your friends, as I know many of you do, and I'm eternally grateful because that's honestly where I get most of my listens from. You'll be hearing from me very, very soon.